Welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs, where business expert and success coach Kelsey Matheson teaches you how to massively grow your business, navigate the mind drama that's holding you back, make more money, and acquire the skills and confidence to become unstoppable. Hello, and welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs. I'm Kelsey Matheson, and you are listening to episode number 57. We are heading into the season of even more busyness. Holidays, lots of eating, possibly lots of drinking, lots of foods that normally you wouldn't eat, gatherings, friends, family, obligations, which for many of us mean more overwhelm, more stress, more anxiety. So I want to talk about handling all the things on top of dealing with all the things because we already live busy lives. We're working hard at building our businesses and becoming unstoppable as entrepreneurs. And then many of us are also busy moms and we have families and partners and friends and we're juggling a lot at one time. And then you throw the holidays into the mix. So it's not really surprising that then when the new year comes around, we all get sick. (laughs) Like our bodies force us to shut down because truly it just, our bodies just can't take burning the candle at, at both ends anymore. So you might be like, well, I already know this, Kelsey. This is no surprise to me. This is my life. Well, here's the thing. It doesn't have to be like this. And really, why would you want it to be? Right? It's not helping anyone. It's not helping your family. It's not helping you. It's not helping your business or your clients or your loved ones. And I know in the moment, it probably feels like there's no choice in the matter. Like you have to be doing all of these things. And in fact, when you do all these things, it is helping. But truthfully, that's just your brain running on fear. Your brain is telling you that if you don't do all these things, then it's all going to go to shit. And I'm here to tell you that it'll all go to shit if in fact you do all those things. So I want you to ask yourself this. How do you want to feel over the next eight weeks. So in the US, we're coming up on Thanksgiving and then there's Hanukkah, there's Christmas, there's other holidays that land during this time of the year. And then there's the new year itself. So the next eight weeks are arguably the busiest and the most stressful time of the year, but they don't have to be. What I'd like to talk to you about is that that is totally in your control. I know that's strange to think about it that way. And it's almost scary to think that whether or not the next eight weeks are totally overwhelming or stressful or peaceful, fun, and full of joy is 100% in your control. So let's go back to that question. How do you want to feel over the next eight weeks? Do you want to feel calm? Let's go with that, okay? What is a thought that creates a feeling of calm in your body. How about the thought that everything is totally under control? Does that trigger a feeling of calm within you? It might, it might not, right? Maybe I don't need to do it all. Maybe that makes you feel calm. If calm is the feeling that you want to feel, then you what you wanna do is you wanna write down a list of thoughts that will help you to cultivate that feeling of being calm. Remember, our thoughts generate our emotions. So if you find yourself feeling anxious and it's because the turkey is overcooked, let's say, 
The overcooked turkey is not causing you to feel anxious. It's your thought about the turkey. The turkey is just the circumstance. But if your thought about it is that it's overcooked and I've ruined the dinner, then what emotion are you going to feel? <laughs> it's not calm. I can tell you that, right? And is that helping the situation? No, of course not. The thought could be, I'm grateful we have a turkey, right? Another thought could be, oh, it's not the end of the world, or it'll be fine. At least no one is going to get salmonella poisoning, <laughs> right? Or I'll just make more gravy. There's a thought. Or the thought could be, oh, if they don't like it, they don't have to eat it. There's plenty of other food. Or my favorite saying for staying calm is, everything is figureoutable, right? Do you see how all of those thoughts generate different emotions? If your intent is to feel calm during the holidays or a sense of peace, and you want to plan ahead of time what your go-to thoughts are going to be in order to embrace that state of being when you're triggered and when things go south and when your Aunt Dottie gets drunk and starts saying totally inappropriate things, <laughs> right? Because it's going to happen. What about amused? Do you want to feel amused? over the holidays, right? Kind of playful and fun. So what thoughts can help you cultivate that feeling of being amused? How about the thought that none of this is going to matter in a couple of days? Or this one's probably the best for staying amused. It's like, what I find amusing about this situation is, and then you fill in the blanks based on the situation. And if you find that amusing about the situation, you're gonna feel amused, right? Deciding how you want to feel and plan ahead of time what your go-to thoughts will be will change the results of the next eight weeks for you. And, and this is probably the most important part, you want to make it a priority to sit with your triggers because your triggers are an opportunity to heal and your triggers are all about you. Your triggers have nothing to do with the fact that your Aunt Dottie is drunk. And I know it doesn't feel like it in the moment, but Aunt Dottie being drunk is just the circumstance. Because you can think a million different thoughts about Aunt Dottie. And those thoughts will generate different feelings. I mean, think about that. That's pretty empowering. We are in control of how we experience a situation. Now, here's the thing. Our families are the most triggering because essentially they help to create our triggers. Right? The members of our family that we grew up with helped to create our triggers and our past wounds. So that's why the feelings that surface can be so intense when we're around them. And that's why it's also so important to take a moment when you do get triggered and do some self-reflection. It's really fascinating because I can get triggered by my family very, very easily. And it doesn't really phase my husband or my husband can get really triggered by his family, but it doesn't have the same impact on me. Same situation, but his thought about it is very different than mine. And the trigger is a lot more intense because it's his family. So we want to take a moment when we do get those triggered feelings, when those triggered feelings start to surface, we want to do some self-reflection. We want to take a moment to breathe and recognize we don't want to push it down. We don't want to use food to not feel whatever that feeling is. We don't want to use alcohol to not feel that feeling, whatever it is, right? In order to just take a moment to feel into whatever is surfacing for you, you could 
excuse yourself and just go to the bathroom to breathe. Because I know it's not always easy to separate yourself from these family gatherings, but everybody's got to pee. <laughs> or you just need some fresh air or, or whatever it is. Just take a moment to excuse yourself and just check in with where the trigger is located in your body. What I mean by that is feel into the emotion, but then feel into where do you feel it? Where do you feel it in your body? Because sometimes like if I get triggered, sometimes I'll feel it in my stomach. I can feel the anxiousness. It's like butterflies in my stomach, but it's not the excited kind of butterflies. Or I could feel it in my head, especially when I get angry or super overwhelmed. Like it lives up here in my head. Or recently when my business ad account got hacked, my cheeks got really, really red. My face got really, really, really hot. And listen, our wounds and our trauma are stored as energy within our bodies. And if you're in tune with that, and it takes practice, but if you're in tune with that, you can tap into what's going on and help to process those feelings. Breathing into those areas of your body is allowing you to bring acknowledgement and awareness into that space, bringing awareness into your own trigger and acceptance of the situation and recognizing that this is all happening for you can help to process those emotions when they're surfacing. So you're not continuously stifling them and then they're just festering and festering and festering and waiting for the next time you're triggered to resurface again. That's going to keep you stuck. And I know I'm talking a lot about family and family situations, but how we do one thing is how we do everything. So when you practice this type of processing, you know, your emotions and this type of awareness with your triggers, you can integrate that into how you run your business. Give yourself the time that you need when you get triggered and then choose to shift to another thought about what's going on, whether it's your business or whether it's with your family or any other situation in your life, because that is where the magic happens. That's where you take your power back. So let me go back to the question that I asked you. How do you want to feel? What is the emotion that you want to cultivate? And then I want you to write down 10 thoughts that will generate that feeling. I would say 10 thoughts minimum because they're all going to land a little bit differently at different times. So you get triggered by something and let's say you feel into the trigger, you do some breath work. You allow it to process and then you're going to shift into the thought, it's not the end of the world. And maybe that thought worked really, really brilliantly for you yesterday. But today you're like, okay, it's not the end of the world. And your brain's like, "Mm, I don't know. This is pretty shitty. (laughs) It's pretty bad. (laughs) You're going to have to try on a new thought or maybe two or maybe three. Because sometimes your brain might be like, I'm not buying into that thought right now. Right? And if you're having a hard time finding a thought that's helping you shift, then that's also maybe a warning or a red flag that you still have some stuff that you need to process. Journaling will help with this. Breath work will help with this. Energy will help with this. And I know a lot of you will want to like call a friend and vent. Venting isn't necessarily processing. I mean, it can be, but usually what happens is then you're just stuck in feeling that negative feeling. You're actually not processing it. So you might just still be kind of locked into to believing that that situation is actually the cause for you being triggered and not your thought about your situation. And look, this isn't easy. Okay, earlier today, I received a ton of messages from one of my staff asking me a slew of questions about the schedule for next year and what are we doing about this week and what's going on that week and what about this training and how about all of the things. 
And I could just tell that I was starting to get triggered by it. And I was trying to focus on something else and it was popping up and like my phone was binging and like, bing, bing, bing. And I could kind of see the messages. I was like, what's, what about this? What about that? And this is what, you know, all the things. And my stomach started to feel tingly and I could tell you started to get my back up and I realized, okay, I'm getting triggered and I needed to just feel into my stomach because my stomach was just starting to, I could tell it was all living in my stomach. I just took a lot of deep breaths and I I was just breathing into the feeling and I was just trying to figure out, okay, what is my thought that's causing this feeling? And truthfully, initially, I couldn't really tell what my thought about the situation was. I was just going into the sensation in my body and I just connected to my body and I connected to those sensations with my breath. I was able to process what was going on actually quite quickly without even going into the thought because I think my head was just spinning. And so after I did that breath work and that energy work, I was actually able to shift my thoughts to everything is figureoutable. And I could tell that landed really nicely in my body. Now, if it didn't land, I might've tried a few other thoughts, but if those didn't land, then I would know that, yeah, I needed to do some more work. And maybe then I would have had to take some time and just really focused on, okay, what are the thoughts that I'm having about this situation? What's really causing this feeling? My client actually just received some feedback that was a bit hard and it had her spinning. So she reached out to me for some help to properly process that. Because when we're in it, and especially if we're not practiced, we need a lifeline. (laughs) We need that support, right? And that's what I offer my clients. So in my mastermind group, they can post in the Facebook group when they need support And with my one-on-one clients, they have direct access to me through Messenger, Voxer, or WhatsApp, and we'll message daily. And so she sent me a message and she had gotten some negative feedback and she just really needed that help and that support to process it all. And once we worked on it, at the end, she saw all of it as a huge win. Imagine, imagine viewing a bad review or negative feedback or even a hater on social media as a huge win. That's what being unstoppable is all about. It's not ignoring all the challenges and all the hard stuff. It's embracing it. It's looking at it from numerous perspectives and learning as much as you can from it. It's pretty powerful. This is life-changing stuff. I mean, it seems simple, but it will make huge shifts in, in how you live your life, how you run your business. And once you're more practiced at doing it, your growth becomes exponential. So if you are interested in working with me on this stuff, please let me know. I can be contacted directly at Kelsey at KelseyMatheson.com. It's my email, K-E-L-S-E-Y at KelseyMatheson.com. And this kind of work might not always be easy, but when you have someone to guide you through the process, you'll get further faster. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all the amazing reviews and the comments. I'm just so grateful that I get to do this with you every single week. And I look forward to connecting with you again next time. All right. Ciao for now. Hey, if you are ready to grow your business, serve more people and make more money, then I'd like to invite you to join my mastermind for female wellness entrepreneurs. If you are a life coach, a yoga teacher, retreat leader, fitness expert, massage therapist, or healer, join this amazing group of women who are working towards becoming unstoppable as they grow their businesses. You will learn what it takes to start making at least $10,000 per month consistently. 
just head over to KelseyMatheson.com, click on work with me at the top of the homepage and sign up to the mastermind for wellness entrepreneurs. Let's start working together to grow your business. I'll see you inside. Also, if you enjoyed what you heard today, please share this with another female entrepreneur who might need some love and support. And of course, if you haven't already, I would be so grateful if you subscribe, rate, and review my show on your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you next week.